we're really critiquing this song tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm recording now. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Shades of Raven's song Disappear. Uh, shout out to my boy Jared Taylor. Uh, fucking proud of you, man. Like, I knew something was going to happen with you the way that you played guitar and everything, and I'm really glad that you found your passion. So, shout out to you and your band. Hopefully, you all give that a listen to. It's on YouTube and I think Spotify, possibly. Not 100% sure. I mainly just watch things on YouTube. Uh, anyways, welcome to the Smoke Shack Podcast. Today is a very special day because we're going to finally have our first official episode and then we're going to record the That Guy Stories. It's also special because I am joined by my man, Kevin Laz, the Polish Destroyer. How are you doing, Laz? I am doing amazing because I'm here with you. I love you, boo. I love you more. Damn right you do. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. So, just, uh, you know, reminding you guys, welcome to the Smoke Chef Podcast, the dark-humored, hilarious, sometimes fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) fucking times that we have. uh, Explicit warning. Yeah, explicit warning. We say fucking naughty words around here. Oh, yeah. Pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Love all of you. I'm, again, still so happy from all the support and everything. Uh, it's been, sorry for the delay, just, uh, taking care of some personal business stuff that I should have taken care of a long time ago, but we're here now. Hell yeah, we're here now. Hustling, baby. Hustling. Hustling. I see you out here working. (laughs) I see you out here working. I see it. Yep. Out on the street corner. I'm just, hey, you got, sometimes you got to sell some ass to get by. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to sell some ass. (laughs) Jesus. Yes, my child. Oh, God. Yes, I'm right here. What do you want? Keep saying my name. No, let's go. Anyways. Let's have some fun with it. <laughs> so I wanted to introduce my man, uh, Kevin, here. Kevin, uh, tell the people how we met. Uh, yeah, we met in Vilsack, Germany. We were both assigned to the same unit in 2CR. And ever since I saw your face and everybody started making fun of you, I knew you were something special. Thank you. And ever since then, you, t- you taught me how to D&D, you know? You taught me how to play some D&D, and I was just like, I was like, I could get into this if I had some, like, competent friends and stuff like that. I do uh, not. I was in the military, so. 
I mean, what? I had got like almost a third of our entire platoon fucking playing in Poland. Oh, God, yeah. Like, every, like almost everybody was playing D&D. Oh, yeah. Fucking, we even got the uh, platoon sergeant in for a game. And I did not realize this man was nerdier than I am. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. he, Dude. So, D&D, Forgotten Realms lore. Uh, Legend of Dritz is, like, one of the most major series. I think is like, the best-selling series for D&D, Forgotten Realms. And fucking Platoon Sergeant had read, like, three-quarters of that series. Jeez. That's how he knew so much. <clears throat> Jesus. Like, he came in and was like, I want to be Wolfgar. And I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck do you know who Wolfgar is? I mean, Rogers aren't. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah, be Wolfgar. <clears throat> so, yeah, me and Kevin, we met in Poland. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, or, not Poland, started. Germany. Yeah, Germany, and then, yeah. Yeah. When we started actually, like, talking and playing D&D, that's when I was like, all right, this man is beautiful. You're beautiful. You're more beautiful. <laughs> but, yeah, I just wanted to... Get some introductions out of the way, uh, the official introductions. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Oh, isn't that the like the the lovely thing you always have to like talk about yourself? I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my life is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the best intro I could ever give to my life, right there. <laughs> One sec. Ah. Uh. Yeah. This is big brain time. That's the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. We got a, so that soundboard I was telling you guys about, uh, if you haven't checked is out the guard. No, 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 it's favorites. Damn uh, it, there's an ad you, now. See? Yes. Oh, wait, I can just mute this. There we go. So, soundboard, uh, we're finally going to utilize that. There's one on the pod track, and then there's one on my phone. Um, yeah, so again, like, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, I mean... You got out. I got out in 2018, the end of 2018. And now you've just been civilian it up. I've been, yeah, I've been a civilian ever since and not even, I thought about going back actually a few times, but that never came for, you know, I wanted to get my degree before I ever went back. Oh yeah. Who was I would not go back as enlisted. enlisted. Hell no. Hell no. Nah. Like you don't really, like if you literally, people don't realize if you put that, the rank structure on a list and just put it on your wall. And you measure where you are on that list in the enlisted, you on that bottom, like I'm talking about the bottom, you are the scum on everybody's dirt, like our boot. But it, yeah, fucking no, facts. <laughs> I would definitely, if I would ever rejoin, just get my degree first. But oh, no, yeah. it's too late for me now. I'm all broken and stuff. So, <laughs> hey, you're beautiful just the way you are. Thank you, thank you. But no, um, I'm a small business owner. Uh, I'm working on a sports bar, opening up my own sports bar right now. Fuck yeah. With uh, another guy that I was, uh, uh, what is it? God, I can't even think of the word right now. Served? Served with. There we go. Jesus. <laughs> sitting outside Taco Bell trying to think of slushies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. We're sitting outside Taco Bell because we're still <laughs> waiting for uh, my apartment to be ready. Because we're hustling. Yeah, I got to hustle. Hustle, baby. But, uh, yeah, I mean, him are working on the business plan right now for the uh, sports bar to open over in Owasso in Oklahoma. Um yeah, we have a page on Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, right now, I'm a small-time investor, a stay-at-home father, retired, and here I am on a podcast with the most beautiful man I ever met. Thank you. Motherfucking great value Seth Rogen over here. Yes, sir. Uh, I like off-brand everything. You know, I get great value at Walmart. I don't get that name brand. That's why I have you. You're my great value. Damn right. The differences in prices? That's oh. what I'm saying, but you taste better. I mean, oh, 
<laughs> this parking lot's getting steamy. <laughs> so, I guess I'll introduce myself. So, I'm going to go by Seth Rogen just because that's all I fucking got called in the fucking army. And now the guard. And now I- this show's going to make you meet him in person. He's going to be on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be like, "Wow, you're you're fucking crazy," and I'm gonna be like, "Yeah." I'm sure he met some crazier people. Probably. So, I got out uh, June of 2021. Uh, been adjusting somewhat to that. <laughs> Again, like he said, like you just want to go back. It's really weird being a fucking civilian. Like weird is not really the even the right word for it. It's I'd say more difficult than weird. Yeah, I mean, you go through where you know what you're doing every single fucking day. Well, you know you're doing army things every <laughs> yeah. single fucking. You don't know what you're doing. That's the army part of it. You but, know you about you. You're gonna be hua. That's what it is. You're gonna wake up and it's just gonna be hua. But yeah, I've just been trying to adjust. Uh, I now work at a pretty large. Name brand uh, gym is all I'm going to say about that because I don't want them to find me. And be like, wow. Fi- they're going to find me. Wow. This guy, this guy works for us. He's getting fired. <laughs> this guy's getting fired. But <laughs> no. So how that happened. Have I told you how I started working at the gym? Actually not like not how you actually like the when you started. No. And why oh. and how and all that. No. So, I just know you've been working there. So, I was like, all right, I got to get a gym membership. I'm going to go with this one because, you know, it's cheap compared to the fucking one in Sepulpa where they're like, hey, would you like to pay, you know, like 50, 60 something dollars a month? And that's not including the tanning because I'm pasty as shit. In Sepulpa, Oklahoma? Yeah. So, I was like, all right, I'll just drive an extra few miles and I'll just go to this gym instead. And I'm sitting there working out. And one of the guys comes up to me. He's like, hey would you like a job? And I was like, <laughs> you know, why the hell not? I really don't have much going on right now, bud. So I went in, they were like, all right, just fill out this little application online and everything. Filled mm-hmm. that out, came in. Uh, military worked as a great answer for everything. They're like, have you ever worked as a part of a team? And I'm like, military. <laughs> all right, how well can you cope with uh, stress and difficult situations? Military. Like, they were just like, oh, yeah, okay, he could definitely take some shit. <laughs> so. Take it and bear it, baby. Yep, take it and fucking bear it. So, ended up getting hired on. Uh, and actually, I've been moving up pretty fast, man. Yeah, you've been telling me about the promotions every time you get one. I'm like, damn, it's been like, what, a month and a half? You already talking about getting another one? I'm like, hell yeah, yeah get yeah, you Yeah, so I started September, like beginning of September. Mm-hmm. And then... I was just a sub, which means, like, I wasn't working, like, all the time. It was just whenever they needed me, which was often because I don't say no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you need that money. Yeah. Hustling. So, I went in as a sub. Then, after, like, two or three weeks, they were like, hey, we're going to make you full-time. And I was like, all right, sounds fucking good to me. I, I'm, I'm just here, man. I'm just here to work. <laughs> That's it. I don't need anything else. I don't need anything else. So, I need it, money. That's what I need. I need money. So, ended up uh, being full time. And I was only full time for 
two, three weeks. And then the trainer that we had, he was on his way to go move to uh, another uh, town. And they were like, hey, would you like to be the trainer? And I'm like, bro, I don't look like a trainer, okay? I'm kind of husky. <laughs> Let me get you in shape. What, sir? Like, these people are going to be very confused whenever they're like, hey, I want to get some training. And then it's just me over there. Just, uh, let's get it. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking get it, boy. So. You sound like Barney. <laughs> so, so I fucking, I ended up taking the training gig, which worked out. Uh, I actually really enjoyed that. Do you? Yeah, well, now I'm a shift lead, so I'm like a mini manager. But here's why I loved being a trainer, though. So I get, you know, regulars and everything. And being out of the Army, like, you know, it's, you feel lost. Like, I get this from a lot of guys that have been tuning in. They're like, man, I just, life's been rough. I feel lost. I don't know what to do with myself. And I'm like... Yeah, I fucking feel you, man. Like, life sucks out here. It's yeah. a lot better whenever you know what you're doing every damn day. I think it's, like, more than feeling lost, too. I think it's more or less like feeling alone. Yeah. Because it's, like, in the Army, you had your boys around 24-7 if you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you go to the civilian world. I got dudes that live states away. Like, I'm, I'm never talking to these dudes, seeing these dudes probably ever again unless I travel, you know? And then that's going to be... Once, twice a year, maybe, if then, if yeah. <laughs> depending on what's going on in the world in my life. It's it's just being alone and lost and just... Not feeling like you have much of a purpose either. Yeah, I mean, what, what kind of purpose is there? It's crazy. Yeah, so, became the trainer, and I got introduced to this one kid, and I, I'm not sure as far as his, uh, like... His entire disabilities. I just know he has like a slight physical disability. Mm-hmm. And the old trainer was like, "He's. We're just trying to put some muscle on him. That's all we're trying to do, and try to give him some confidence." And I was like, "All right, fucking bet." You know, I fucking took that kid uh, over from him, and I was like, I looked at him like I did like a fresh private that didn't have fucking attitude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to make this guy fucking great, and. You know, little kid and everything, like, he's sitting there like, bro, he's almost made me cry. Like, mm-hmm. that's how inspiring it is, like, having gotten to work with him. Because he started off, like, low weights, and then after, like, a couple weeks, I was like, all right, we're going to move you up. We're going to move you up. And then he finally started, like, actually opening up to me because he was shy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And started opening up to me, and, you know... This is fucking sad. Like, it pissed me off because I, I, I really care about this kid. Nah, uh, he comes in during, like, what should be normal school time. And I asked him, I was like, hey, man, like, shouldn't you be in school? Oh, what are you doing? Parents taking you out and, you know, taking you to the gym during school hours? <laughs> We're going to get you buff. Get on. <laughs> and he goes, uh, actually, I'm homeschooled. And I was like, oh. Good. Public school fucking sucks anyways, man. Yeah, you probably get a better education at home. And he sat there and he got quiet. And I was like, what's up, man? He's like, I, I didn't like public school. I'm like, why? What, what? Why didn't you? And he's like, I got bullied. And I was like, mm. okay, yeah, kids can be fucking cruel. And he was like, it wasn't the kids. And I was like, what? He's like, teachers were mean to me. And I was like, Oh. oh, hell no. 
no one messing with my boy. So that, like, it pissed me off. And, like, from then on, like, every time I work with him, you know, I'm just trying to build that confidence. And, like, after a couple weeks of me working with this kid, he's sitting there. And, like, we're, uh, I bumped him up to a heavier weight. And I was like, all right, show me what you got, man. And he's sitting there. He's just fucking cranking it out. And we have, like, a limit, like, uh, for, like, one arm, it's just, you know, 12. And then whenever we do the two arm for that exercise, it's going to be, because uh, mm-hmm. we're using machines. Uh, it'll be, you know, uh, 20. So he sits there, and he rips out 20. And then he just looks into my soul and just starts cranking out, like, a five more. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, let's see what you got, man. And then next set, because we do three sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, next set, same fucking thing. Like, he's just looking at me, and he's just fucking getting it. I'm like, Hell yeah. oh. And then, you know, third set, same thing. So much more than, like, what we've normally been doing at a higher weight. And I was just like, I about cried. Like, I was just like, you inspire me, man. Like, Hell yeah. You have so much heart, and, like, I'll sit there, and I'll, like, change the weight without him looking <laughs> to make it heavier just to see what he can actually be capable of if he doesn't keep himself back. Yeah. And, like, the kid's so much stronger than he uh, thinks he is. And, like, you want to talk about, like, that loss of fulfillment. Like, that was fulfilling for me. Like, Helping, helping that boy out. Yeah. Fuck people. People shouldn't be dicks. So, yeah, they're, they're, those teachers are pathetic-ass people. I don't even want to know people like that. I don't even want to conversate with people like that. Fuck no. Ignorant-ass people. Assholes. Facts. But you know what you know what you need to look at though? Hmm. You gave that boy that inspiration to push harder. You did that. Like he had it in him, yes, but you unlocked it. You opened that door to where he looked at you and he, that was that that look was, hey, you did this for me. You made him push that hard. That was on you. It made me so happy, man. You should be happy, man. That's that's an amazing moment. But now like I sat there and I was like, bro, if you were in the fucking army, like Granted, you're kind of scrawny, and I don't know. Oh, if you I've would... met scrawnier people. Yeah. Oh, I've met scrawny people, but just bones, man. Yeah. But I was like, if you were a fucking private, and I was fulfilling like you know a team leader position, or if I finally got promoted and became right. a fucking five, like that's who I want. I want that dude that will look me in the eye and just keep on fucking going. Like, yeah. Give me that versus the fucking dude that's gonna sit there and bitch the entire time. Give me the kid that's gonna keep on fucking going. Like, that's what I want. And then, one sec. And, so, I again, I just really like that kid. And then, I met another regular. He is in the uh, Special Olympics. Oh, nice. And, he legit told me after, like, a while. And then, uh, the old trainer came back. That's why I'm now part of the management team. And old trainer went to go work with him. And after he got done with the old trainer, he came up to me and was like, I like you more. You, you push me hard. And I was like, <laughs> you're damn right. I want you to bring me a gold. This, this is on me. <laughs> like, yeah. I have to make you better. You coming back with gold. Okay. I'm trying to give you a gold level service. <laughs> Shout me out, baby. <laughs> so it's just been, that was fulfilling. And it's just, I really wish I could have kept that going, but manager i have she's like you have management potential that's what we're gonna work on with you Mm. and i was like fine sometimes you have to sacrifice like what you need for what you need need you know (laughs) 
It's, but, it's that's what's hard in life, making them choices. But it's that that was like part of the like the happiest moment I've had since I've been out, like having that fulfillment. So hopefully that's what you guys are out there trying to find. I mean, I know Taylor's got his band going on. Amazing band. Amazing. Amazing. And then, you know, other guys, they're, you know, they're going and getting their degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're starting They're starting businesses. Oh, yeah. Like, find what interests you. That's that's the main thing I started doing. Like, I've been out. I mean, I haven't been out that long. What was it three years now I've been out? Yeah. Yeah, about. just to almost, yeah, I probably hit my three-year mark this year, at the end of this year. But, uh, yeah, just three years and, like, two months. <laughs> But, I mean, the thing I've been looking towards now is just what I'm interested in. Like, just look at what you're interested in, and, I mean, you can make it a hobby and or you can make it a business. You can make some money out of it, or you could, you know, just have that as your dopamine type mm-hmm. thing. But as long as it's a healthy thing, you know, don't dive into no alcohol and all that crazy stuff. Oh, God. The devil's the devil's liquor. <laughs> yeah, <Numbums>. we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get into that real stuff at a oh, later yeah, date. Later, later episodes. But... Oh, that's that's who else I need to fucking thank. So one of my old team leaders, uh, big, uh, I call him Big Papa Bear. Used to call this dude fucking dad. Like, that that's what I also miss about the fucking army. It's like, you know, you get those dudes that are like, you know, they're only like seven, eight years older than you. Yeah. But because they're that higher rank and the way that they took care of you, you Papa. start calling them dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, so my first dad, my first team leader, uh, uh, Mr. Stephen Bass, he... Uh, He's the one that get, did the art for the uh, podcast. Uh, really want to also thank him by name, just because, like, he was sitting there for, like, a good two, three weeks, just, like, designing this thing, trying to get it perfect, I guess. And he was like, I just wanted to be perfect for you. And I was like, bro, send it. Just fucking send it. One <laughs> sec. Yeah, I'll pull it up later. But I was like, yeah, man, just fucking send it. Let me see what you got so far. And then... He sent the product that we have now. I was like, I love it, man. Like, this is perfect. Hell yeah. This is the smoke shack. So. It was made by, a, like, a soldier. So it's yeah. like, this is all for soldiers. I mean, this is for soldiers and civilians. This is to educate people, like, how veterans are feeling and educate people about the military side of things. And, I mean, it's a great thing to come here and listen. Yeah. But he's in art school. He's trying to get that finished up. So proud of him as well. Hell like, yeah. again. Follow your dreams, guys. Like, whatever it is that's making you happy or that you think will make you happy, go after it. Find out if that's what it is and do that. Definitely. Like, fucking do, do it. it. Just fucking Just send it. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Because, uh, don't like, have Shia <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. <laughs> but for real, like, I mean, like, it, I, it's procrastinating is a hell of a thing, but when it comes to your, like, mental health, getting out, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. Like, just, Go for your interest and just go for it, man. Just do it. Just take that first step. Yeah. You'll feel so much better. But, uh, yeah, let's also talk about this. Uh, what are some things Water. that you miss about the Army? Man, there's so much things that I miss about the Army. One of them is just, like, the brotherhood about it. Oh, yeah, the camaraderie. The camaraderie. I mean, that's just, like, got to be on the top three. Like, Oh, yeah. That's just, like, tied for, like, first. Like, a lot of things. Like, even, like, I didn't deploy, you didn't deploy, but when you train with people for that possibility, you know, you're sitting there, you're rocking together, you're running together, you're puking together sometimes. I oh, puked yeah. a lot. 
<laughs> and, I never puked know. on a ruck before, though. Never puked, actually. Oh, I which puked I don't, on runs. I don't know why, but I've gotten close, though. Oh, no. We used to do uh, puke runs. It was always, let's see how long it takes until Johnson fucking pukes. And I was like, you <laughs> motherfuckers. You <laughs> motherfuckers. But, like, you know, you're sitting there. You're going through all this bullshit together, you know. You're training. They're telling you, you know, hey, we're about to go down range. Be ready, boys. And you're just like, all right, well, I got special so-and-so to my right. I got special so-and-so to my left. I got staff sergeant so-and-so in front of me. And, you know, LT fucking bringing it all in together. Like, you you make that bond with people that you feel like you sometimes you hope for it, sometimes you don't, that... You're going to have to put your life in their hands. And that's a fucking big old trust. Like, oh, yeah. that's a huge trust to have with somebody. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're, you're trusting them with your life every day. So, that's that brotherhood's definitely that thing that I also fucking miss. Oh, yeah. I also miss the structure. The structure of it? What do you mean? Like, knowing what you're going to do. <laughs> like, you know you're doing something every day. You know, you're not guessing. You know it's going to be fun. Like, oh, maybe we're going to go shoot today. Maybe we're going to do, go do some battle drills. Do some battle drill one alpha. <laughs> or fucking go blow something up. That's always fun. Oh, blowing stuff up is always fun. I mean, when is it not fun? I suppose that's another thing that I miss about the average fucking shooting. Fucking yeah, shooting a shit. lot of different like weapons you would never be able to shoot in the civilian world. So oh. that's like another thing, I guess. Yeah, because it's like you'll never shoot a Mark 19 as a civilian. I mean, unless you have like... You know, access to that in the private sector and stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? But that's like a whole other fucking world. Or police with a yeah, fucking like, tear gas grenade. Yeah, 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 just shooting tear gas canisters at rioters and stuff. Man, I just want to be that person for once, but like from some dangerous people, not just people just like doing some weird stuff. But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you get to shoot 50 cows and Mark 19s. You get to play around with snipers if you have a chance in certain units and stuff. Like Carl Gustavs. I've never got to mess around you with You didn't get to. Oh. No. So. I'm going to tell you guys a quick story. I'm going to tell you the story, too, since you haven't heard it. So, Carl Gustav, it's a big old, uh, what's that called? A uh, recoilless rifle. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the new bazooka to help civilians understand what this thing is. And it has different settings. You know, it will hit on target. It'll sit there and jump up and then hit from above. Like, it's a fucking amazing weapon system. Uh, however, it comes with a warning. <laughs> you can't shoot more than two in a, I think it's like 24-hour period, because Jesus. the concussion, like, fucks with your brain so bad. Oh, damn. Probably why I'm crazy, because <laughs> this is why. Um, this is why. This is why. Uh, I was the senior dude on the ground. We went to this range, and they're like, Johnson, you're going to be in charge. We're going to send an E5, but you're going to be in charge. Just make sure that these privates, you know, fucking shoot, hit things, and, you know, have a good time. It was a... Uh, Carl Gustav, and it was also a 320 range, uh, 320 being the 40 millimeter grenade launcher. Mm-hmm. And we went there. Turns out it was with SF. Oh, nice. So it's always, that was it's cool. always fun, yeah, messing around with those guys. So meeting with these SF dudes, and I'm like, yo, what up? And, you know, they're telling me stories about what it's like to be SF, and you're like, oh, that sounds fucking awesome. And we're sitting there, and I'm on the line. Making sure these privates are, you know, following proper safety precautions, you know, hitting their shit, coaching them or whatever. And I stood maybe five feet away, sometimes ten, 
from them shooting. <laughs> I absorbed about 22 or 24 rounds. You didn't think it just like, hey, let me back up real quick. You were just like, I, lo- I want it. I oh, no, I want to sit there and fucking be right next to that thing going off. I want to feel cool. it. <laughs> I want to feel it. So, sit there. I absorb all of those. And then, uh, oh, I also had a competition with the uh, SF dudes. There was a tank 500 meters out. And the leaf sights on the 320s only go up to like four or 450. And they're like, let's see who can get the closest to it. <laughs> so, they're sitting there. They're thump. You know, and it's, you know, 10 feet, you know, 10 feet away and everything. I get up there. I get that shit right on the center of my chest. I'm aiming it up. And then I'm sitting there, like, judging the wind and everything. I'm like, yep. All right. Slight breeze coming from the east. Let's send it. I nail it first time. Hell yeah. And they're just like, bet you can't do that again. I was like, I fucking bet I can't. But we'll see. So I get another round hit it again and the uh 18 delta uh weapon sergeant fucking sf weapon sergeant comes up to me he's like hey personal recommendation let your commander know you need a 320 or a 203 attached to your m4 i was like (laughs) bro that's that's an honor like to have a fucking sf dude be like good shit (laughs) right like i was like oh fuck i'm i'm out now (laughs) i'm sign me up coach this is the best compliment i've ever gotten in my life (laughs) Sign me up. I'm ready to be a Green Beret. <laughs> so he uh, told me that and everything. So I had a good time with them, got to know them. And then we can't. We come back to Troop, and I was in headquarters at the time. So I go back to work on the computer. I'm staring at this screen, and I get the worst fucking headache, pain, whatever in my life, at least at that point. Like, I screamed. <laughs> And my NCO came in, and he's like, what the fuck's wrong? And I'm just sitting there, like, holding my head, like, trying to massage my brain back into my skull. <laughs> I'm just like, everything hurts, everything hurts, everything hurts, everything hurts. And he's like, oh, what happened? And then I told him, he's like, dumbass, there's a reason there's a warning. And I'm like, I don't listen. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I should have listened. <laughs> so I'm, like, sitting there, like, crying, and I'm just in pain. I turn off the lights, turn off the computer. I'm just sitting there for, like, an hour before this thing goes away. Jesus Christ. And I'm, I'm just like... I got done, you know, being in pain, and I was like, I'm going to start listening to these warnings. <laughs> I mean, they're there for, somebody had to be like, you know what, we just should slap some warnings on this. Like, there's always, if there, you see a sign, there's a reason there's a sign there. It's because the dumbass is like, because <laughs> the dumbass is standing like, doof, oh yeah, give it to me, the doof, yes, I no. love it. <laughs> so, yeah, getting to shoot cool shit that yes. fucking almost kills you. That's fun. Throw some grenades, you know, like oh, mess God. with C4. Like, just to mess with stuff you would never mess with in the civilian life. I mean, just to see those things. Like, mess with secret things and stuff. Like, you know, it's oh, cool. yeah. It's always cool to see that stuff. I, I miss that stuff, too. But, yeah, I fucking miss the camaraderie, the weapons, uh, helicopter shit. That's always fun. Helicopter, yeah. I've been on a couple times in uh, Korea, actually. Oh, we did that? a lot of helicopter stuff. It was actually beautiful over there. I mean, the helicopter is always beautiful. You overseen everything, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just always gorgeous. And even if it's flat, you'd be like, "Oh, that's nice. <laughs> like, hey, look at the sky. <laughs> look at all these. Yeah, look at all. Look at all these chickens. Look at all these chickens." <laughs> but uh, I mean, Korea uh, itself is just a beautiful country. But uh, that's another thing I miss. I'd say traveling. 
traveling is oh, a, a big one. As crappy as it was because you were in the military, you did get to see some cool stuff because of it. Like, but um, no, I mean, yeah, helicopter things was always fun. We did uh, they picked us up, dropped us down. We did a couple of missions, uh, like uh, dismounted missions in the hills. Then they re-picked us up and then took us back, and that was it. It was pretty cool. It was the bro. Yeah! <laughs> That's what always went through my head whenever I <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> I'm in Vietnam, baby. Go kill oh, Charlie. God. I wish Charlie I in the woodline, baby. Oh. Charlie right. in the woodline. Things that we don't miss. God, like ninety five percent of it. Ninety five percent. No, um, uh, I mean, that's a big list. That's a you could go in uh, hours and hours and days and weeks and that, but that's I, what the podcast is for. I mean, yeah, really, <laughs> literally, yeah. This could be episodes and episodes. Ah, uh, but what I mean, I mean, main thing, getting out. I didn't realize what I meant. I didn't like the most when I was in. I think I was blind to it, and then getting out, looking at it with a different perspective. This is what I hated the most: toxic leadership. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I know everybody talks about it, even in the military, but you don't realize how toxic it is and how many people screw you over until you get out of the military. And you're like, mm, that's not right. And you're like, even if you are in the military, still not right. Like, yeah, smoking people, smoke the hell out them. Mess them up. You know, hazing, don't call it hazing, just be welcoming, you know? Welcoming, welcoming. with them, uh, push-ups and, you know? Like, it's that's that's a camaraderie. I believe that's a camaraderie thing, yes. Uh, skull fuck them yes skull fuck them yes i'm down with that but there's a certain thing when it comes to serious stuff did you ever qualify qualify for what qualify qualify i've heard of that koala yeah oh i did that at campbell it's where you hang upside down from a tree and you have to hold onto it with your hands and uh, legs and you just bear hug it and just see how long you last i've never fucking did that oh it sucks why would you do that (laughs) because they told me to See, that's that shit. That's that shit. Skull fuck. <laughs> hey, get up on that tree. <laughs> Hang upside like, down. And this is tradition. Stay. And I'm like, I don't like this tradition. This tradition <laughs> sucks. And Yeah, but I mean, that's yeah, that's one of the main things I looked at. Uh, Lockdowns. Lockdowns? Those are the, yeah, that's the, the tedious stuff now. It's like, come the fuck on. Like, I just want to go home. Yeah, there's, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> like I, it's, I'm not joking about everything like that, but there's missing people in Fort Hood, but you want to stop the whole base to look for some fucking nods? Fuck you. Like, <laughs> like you got missing soldiers. You want to stop the whole base for some nods? Get the fuck out of here. Like, that's what, that that's that toxic leadership. Do, 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 do. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking just... Toxic leadership's career. Oh, fucking. Oh, I don't miss lockdowns. I don't miss when shit rolls downhill. <laughs> like, you can stop it, man. Like, literally. Build build a blockade. Like, stop that shit ball from coming down the hill, man. Like, it does not have to keep on rolling down. Like, that's what I had a, a first arm. Uh, his name is First Arm Black. And. He said, you know why people call us top? And he was talking about, like, first sergeant and stuff like that. He wasn't even a first sergeant. He was a sergeant first class acting first sergeant. Hmm. He's like, you know why people call us top? Because we're top covered. We're supposed to stop the shit rolling downhill. That shit's supposed to stop at my wall. And he used, he said that, like, in front of, the, like, the whole uh, 
the whole, the whole uh, unit and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. in front of everybody. And the sergeant major was his old first sergeant or something like that, old like platoon sergeant. And he was now in charge of us. So we had like the duo of killers and he was the best first sergeant and the worst first sergeant I ever had. Mm. But he that that quote kind of stuck with me. That was like I'm top cover, and I was like, damn, if I ever get to that level, I want that mentality of like I'm stopping the shit with me. But that, that's what, it was really good with that. Like yeah, like first sergeants that are like, or, or not even first sergeants, it's like senior leaders that are like, mm. I don't want to fucking go home. I don't want to fucking see my wife. Yeah, and we got us. Yeah, and we and then we have to deal with it. We got to suffer because you don't want to go home to your shitty life. Like I, yeah. I, I got a shitty life too, but I don't want to be here. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is shittier to me than my shitty life. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm probably not leaving work. I mean, I fucking, I lived in that arms room for a while. <laughs> I mean, that's away from everybody and everything. You could probably, I'd probably would have liked that too. Like the seclusion, just get the fuck away from them, yeah. doing armory things. <laughs> but fucking. A lot of hard work too, though. Yeah. Shout out to the armors. Yeah, that armor life. But, God. Yeah, shitty leadership, that's something. I do miss good leadership, though. Like the dudes that are like. Oh, obviously, yeah. I fucking, mean, I got your back, bro. We're going to make you stronger. Yeah. Sometimes they had to do it the hard way. Looking at you for it, Campbell. no like i legit at campbell would have so i'm a shitty runner like even when i tried to get faster for like seven eight months like i was doing quarter mile sprints half mile sprints quarter mile sprints twice that was like my end of my workout every day or every other day at least whenever i was like going to the gym every single day for three hours Mm -hmm. and it my run time only went up by like 30 seconds i was just like son of a bitch (laughs) i am not meant to run I am built for feed. I am not built for speed. <laughs> I am built for feed. I am not built for That is the truest shit I've ever heard in my life, and I'm probably going to tattoo that on my neck because, holy shit, that is so true. I am not built for speed because even when I was in Korea, I, had, I was working out three times a day. Still didn't get a 13 on my fucking minute anything. I, I was pushing for that 1-3 on my time. I got 14.09. I was the closest I ever got. Never got anything. Then it just I just got fatter after that. <sighs> 1509. That's the fastest. 1509? One yeah. minute difference. Hell yeah, up top. But I fucking. I tried. <laughs> hey, that's all that fucking matters, baby. Like, I almost bleeped myself. Like, that was some <laughs> concern. I was like, it almost fucking matters. Like, no, that, that fucking matters, baby. You tried. You tried. And you cut that shit down 30 seconds. That's a big fucking thing. I did get my endurance up so I could run longer. I just ran at a slow pace for longer distances. And you could fuck longer, too. Ugh. Ugh. Man, when I, I remember I was in shape, oh, man, I could just go for 30 minutes, and I'm like, all right, now I'm ready to... I, I feel like I could control it. Yeah. Like, I was like, all right, now it's time to get releasing. No, actually, what ended up happening was uh, towards the end of Campbell, whenever I was really trying to work on myself, mm-hmm. and then I got to Germany, like, we did this run... I've told you this story. It's actually about, it was actually with Taylor. Uh, Tay-Tay fucking, uh, we went to go run and he's like, wow, you're slow as shit. I thought guys were a lot faster than that from camp. And I was like, listen here, guy. I know I'm slow. I'm trying my hardest, okay? (laughs) Just chill, all right? Just chill. And then it was like a couple days later, we did like our first ruck. And now 101st, we're doing fucking 12-mile ruck marches like every quarter. Or if you have a psychopath for a fucking commander, you're doing it every month. And then eventually every two weeks because he needs that 100%. 
They had someone like, like that in Germany too. At LT, he was going to SF, and they were yeah. yeah, he was doing a shit ton of rucks before he left. But so like, we went for our first ruck at whenever I was at the uh, unit and everything, and fucking Taylor's like, "Damn, you can rock!" I'm like, "That's all I got, bud. I carry heavy shit and I go a long way. I'm not gonna <laughs> stop. Let's just keep on going, bud." <laughs> He's just sounding sounding like what's his face over there. <laughs> The Canadian. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. We'll call him Canadian, though. Yeah, Canadian. So, yeah, like, I was just... That was, like, the only, like, happy time of, like, our physical fitness that we did. Because I sucked at everything else. But I was going to ruck. <laughs> and I was going to lead. Oh. I mean, I was pretty good at rucking. The only thing I hated about rucking is every time my feet would be destroyed. And I was, like, no good for the rest of the day because I'm, like, it's like, all right, we got to work after this. And my feet are dead. And I'm limping or like, motor pool. And I'm, like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, my feet are, like, peeling. And, like, I got hot spots everywhere. I'm oh, limping yeah. down to the motor pool. Like, oh, God. But, I mean, I was going, too. I mean, that's the only place I think you can really think. You're sweating. You're sucking. You're hot. You can see the steam if it's cold coming off your own body and everybody else's body. Everybody's sucking and breathing heavy. And you're just sitting there thinking, like, the rest of the day is going to fucking suck. Yep. Uh, that's the only thing I thought about, too. Like, that was just made me depressed, and I didn't want to ruck anymore, but I just kept going because I kept thinking, the rest of the day is going to suck. And I'm like, <laughs> I got to go in a motor pool after this. I got to go PMCS some shitty-ass vehicle after this. And then I got to go do everything else. <laughs> like, like, no. Oh, but no, actually, I got to the point where I was, uh, one sec, where I was, before we went to Poland, I did a uh, charity thing for my uh, nerd group that I was uh, part of. Mm-hmm. And it was like every hundred dollars, I was like, hey, guys, you raise a hundred dollars, that's going to be a mile or something. Because I did not expect us to raise that much money compared to last year. <laughs> so, ends up being like $3,700 I think we raised for this little charity event. Between Jesus. like, I think it was only like a few hundred people that were part of this like, you know, gaming group. And only like a hundred of them were like donators and stuff like that. So, it was like really impressive that we got so much money. Granted, I donated like five or six hundred of it on my own because it was like... Ah, I'm not going to screw myself over. <laughs> yeah, I did. So, ended up doing, that was like a seven-mile run in the morning. Went home, uh, ate, because I had to prepare. <laughs> I had to prepare for hell. Yeah, and then it was like a... Uh, I had to prepare for the charity. <laughs> it was like a 16 or 17-mile uh, bike ride that I did on the uh, stationary, because, you know, it's the only way that I could keep track of the miles. Mm-hmm. And then I ended it with a 16, yeah, it was a 16-mile ruck march with 45 pounds. And I was determined to do the entire thing as fast as I could because I was like, this is four miles more than, like, I needed to do for, you know, a 12-mile or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got this. Ended up doing that bitch in three hours and 20 minutes. Oh, damn. Like, after everything else and still be able to do all like a fucking rug march in three hours and 20 minutes uh, over 60 miles like yeah, i was so of, proud yeah, of myself the amount of miles you had to put in that day like yeah i was so tired though the next day oh yeah, yeah. i did it on like Legs a friday jelly night. as hell 
I think it was like a three day. Yeah, I think it was a three day. Perfect time to do it. Yeah, so I was like, Friday, I'm going to fucking do this. And then I got Saturday, Sunday to recover. And boy, did I need Saturday, Sunday to recover. <laughs> yeah, holy hell. Because like every time I ran, like and it was just horrible. Like I'll, I'm done. Like I am sore. Facts. But I think that's, we'll go back. I think that's one thing I do miss about the Army. Well, at least not, not my last three years. But I mean... <laughs> For a good while there, like, the middle three being in shape. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It did force you to be in shape, which was always a plus. I mean, yeah. and it's always a plus to be in shape. Because, like, when you're in the civilian world, it's just, like, it's easy to just let that go. Because it's, like, nobody's waking me up at 6 o'clock in the morning to go salute a flag and then go run five miles. Oh, God. I definitely don't miss the PT, though. No, nah, PT, yeah. And it's funny, though, because, like, there's so many arguments from my old unit, like, talking about, like, what PT was for. PT was like, oh, it's for en- enhancement. And I'm like, no, it's for sustainment. They're like, well, then, like, you're a soldier 24-7. You're supposed to be able to go at the gym, but people will be going too hard in the morning, killing people in the morning. And it's like, no, this is sustainment. This is just to get you blood flowing, basically. Like, and people are like, no, nah, SF, baby. Oh, we all going. <laughs> We're all going. We're all dying, and then that's, that's the mentality in the morning. It's like, bro, it's six thirty in the morning. Calm down, mm-hmm. calm down. I just got done saluting a flag at six thirty in the morning. I can see my breath. And you talking about downgrade and start getting ready to run five miles? Hell no. Sustainment, baby. Sustainment. Let's go. Let's go run two miles. Do some push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, whatever. Let's bounce. I'll go to the gym after. I promise. And I always went to the gym after. Always at least for an hour. At yeah. least for an hour. Depending on what was going on that day, which I had nothing going on in Germany. And, I, and then I got hurt, and then it just went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, I... I mean, I definitely... Oh, no, so fucking that Campbell. We, uh, we ended up getting this commander. Uh, squadron commander. Mm. And, you know, we've got there like the first month it was like you know we're gonna do a squadron five mile run and i was like oh okay fine fuck that and then it was like uh all right we're gonna do thing i don't miss we're gonna do a six mile squadron run you're like oh okay all (laughs) right next month seven mile squadron run you're like wait what what's going on why are we getting higher and then it was like eight mile squadron run and you're like what no please fucking (laughs) stop please for the love of god eight nine 10. It got to 11. It got to an 11 mile squadron size run. I'm telling you, probably half the squadron had to been falling out. Tell me. Uh, yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> we had our own army falling out. <laughs> like, the fucking. Oh. Uh, yeah, get the hell out of here. 11 mile run? Yeah, like, I ended up fucking. Uh, I ended up asking, like, one of the guys in headquarters uh, for squadron. I was like, bro the hell's going on what it what is this psychopath fucking doing and he's like he want he wants us to get to a half marathon and i'm like a half marathon bro we're a bunch of alcoholics smokers <laughs> poor dieters like right we we are not half marathon like well some of us may be half marathon material but the majority of yeah. us are not half marathon material there guy he's like he wants to get us there. I'm like, he can fuck off. I will never get there unless it's on my own will. Like, I, I, I even asked him. I was like, okay, what's his plan after that? He's like, bro, he might end up just having us do a marathon. Like, just an entire day off of work <laughs> the and whole, just do the a marathon. Squadron. I was like, okay. Squadron marathon. No! <laughs> 
Oh. If, you, if you finish, you get a coin. Fuck your coin. Thankfully, some things happened, and he stopped being our commander. <laughs> but you're just sitting there, and just every month it's just fucking... Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. And you're just like, fucking hell. <laughs> That's just how you wake up. Like, whenever you hear that, that day when you wake up at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning to show up at work at 4.30, to show up for the first formation at 5, mm. and then not to even start running until 6. Mm. And you're just like, bro, please, for the love of God, just, just let, let me go sleep. Home. Just let me I sleep. I want to go home. Ah. Oh. That, I, I I don't miss the crazy PT. I'm I'm okay with the usual, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, you know, bro. Let's just uh, go Sustain for a little. Sustainment. Sustainment. That's what it was for. But not that crazy shit. Like, the other stuff that we did with my platoons, like, that's fine. It was They were trying to get me better. But that shit was just bullshit. Yeah, because, like, everybody was different. So, it's like, some days you didn't even know what you were doing. It's like, all right. Monday was usually a run day. Everybody was like, all right, we're going to run out that alcohol. Everybody drank over the weekend, stuff like that. All right, I expect it. We're going to go hard on Monday. That was usually, like, the get-up. Mondays suck. Motor pool Mondays, running Mondays, everything. Oh. After that, you know, all right, I'm detoxified. Let me recover from what you put me through on Monday. Tuesday, they're like, no, let's do the same thing. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go harder. Yeah. Wednesday, they're like, it's only halfway through. Let's go harder. Let's go harder. Let's go harder. And Thursday, they're like... Well, it's almost Friday. We might as well go harder. And then Friday, they're like, well, we got to get ready for the weekend. Let's go harder. <laughs> we would do, uh, I'm pretty sure they were, I'm going to call them puke runs on Mondays where you just <laughs> get all the guys that are still fucking like hung over because they decide to yep. drink on a fucking Sunday. And then it's like, all right, Monday, we're going to go run. And you're just mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. And then it was like, people just fucking, all yeah. right, let's keep on going. <laughs> if you want to smell throw up and liquor on a Monday morning, join the military. Because that's oh. where you're going to smell the most liquor. You, you'll find out who that, the alcoholics. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you find out who parties hard, baby. But no, fucking, my first, first year and a half or so of Campbell, it was just, you no, know, I was. Damn, boy, he's thick, boy. <laughs> That's a thick-ass boy! Like, Damn. I was a big boy, so, I mean, I, I, I got skinnier eventually, <laughs> but I ate my feelings afterwards. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> but, oh, God. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things that we miss. A lot of fucking things we don't, though. Oh, no. I tell people the best, the way, best way I can sum it up, it was the best time of my life, and it was the worst time of my life. <sighs> What was that fucking Tale of Two Cities? I have no idea what that is. Oh, where he's like, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Charles Dickens. Oh, I've heard that before, yeah. Yeah, I think that was Tale of Two Cities. But, yeah, that's I mean, what yeah, I think I'm not of. Really, yeah, I wasn't quoting that, but I mean, it just sums it up, basically. Oh, yeah. Besides, yeah, yeah that, that, <laughs> Twin Cities or whatever. But, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things. For those of you who weren't in the military hearing this, you're probably like, that sounds like a miserable time. It's not and. Always. It, it was, but it wasn't. Yes. Like, I mean, you'll have time periods where you'll be miserable for months, but you'll have really special, really special moments in the months where, like, just like the random people, people you don't even expect to have moments with, you'll be like, damn, I respect you to my fullest and I will die for you, like, type stuff. Like, 
Honestly, so the summer I went and visited like a lot of people, and I met some of my old platoon leadership from uh, Campbell. And surprisingly, I got this compliment from both of them. Like, they were separate and everything, but they all fucking told me the same thing. You know, Sergeant B, Sergeant F, other Sergeant F. <laughs> and they were like, you know what, Tubby? Because they'll never call me by my fucking real name. <laughs> I was always, hey, fatty, come here. I'd be like, I'm, I'm not that big. <laughs> yes, Poppy. I'm just slow. <laughs> Built for feed, not for speed. Hell yeah. But, so I asked them, I was like, did you guys actually hate me? Because it seemed like you hated me while we were at Campbell together. And they were like, honestly, kid, like, you couldn't run. We get that. You were a little tubby. We got that. You know, you pissed us off because you couldn't fucking run and because you were fat. But, and this is the compliment that they all gave me. They were like, you didn't quit. You didn't give up. And you kept pushing. And that's all that we, at that point, I guess I lowered their expectations and standards. They were like, at that point, that's all we could ask for. <laughs> he's, show, just, he's showing up. <laughs> just don't give up. So oh, I said, I was like, really? They're like, yeah. Like, for a while there, Platoon Daddy wanted to get rid of you. And we had to convince him, nah, this kid got potential. He just needs a little push. And that's how I ended up with my fucking platoon sergeant running behind me with a fucking sledgehammer every run. Being like, I will cave in your skull if you don't hurry the fuck up. And I'm like, oh, God, I like my skull. <laughs> Roger, Daddy. Start running faster. And, and it was weird because I'd start running faster because now I have fear, so I have adrenaline in my body. <laughs> oh, and then I'm like going ahead of the platoon, and they're like, hey, you can't be leading the platoon. I'm like, you got to let me choose my own speed right now, okay? Because if I slow down, I'm going to slow back down, and you're going to threaten to hit me with a fucking sledgehammer again. So we, we just got to go. It got to the <laughs> point to where, like. speed or a mama turtle. I'm some rabbit or turtle. Which one you want? It got to the point where they were just like, they let me just fucking go. They're like, all right, Johnson's taking off. We'll catch up with him in a sec when he runs out. <laughs> when he runs out of that adrenaline real quick, that fear. <laughs> all right, I'm coming back, Daddy Sergeant. I need another threat insult. Come on. But I'll kill you. There it is. I'm out. <laughs> I, I got that from them. I also got it from the Brits whenever I got to do the uh, pre-NCO, uh, well, their NCO course. Oh, my God. The Brits are hilarious. I love the Brits. Oh, well, my God. I can't They're... wait to talk about them. They are American people. They they are Americans like oh we're Brits but Americans with just accents bro yeah they are the dirtiest nastiest people but they say it so elegantly and it's just oh like, yeah it's like yes <laughs> yeah you can call me whatever you would like in that accent but I even got that compliment from them whenever I uh, got done with their uh, NCO course they were like we like you Jono I'm like really I'm like why I'm kind of you know I'm slow you know and I'm I'm a little tubby and they're like we like you Jono you are uh, you keep on going. You don't give up. And I'm just like, well, I mean, I try not to. That's kind of my goal is to not ever give up. Because as long as you're pushing, that's all that matters. So that was like, for me, hearing that this summer, like, it kind of got to me a bit, you know, like hearing that never give up mentality that they apparently always saw. I never, I guess I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was giving up. But apparently I kept on going. I think that's why it comes back to, like, why I liked that fucking kid that I was training. It's just, like, I saw that little bit of, you know, never quit, never give up thing that I guess they saw in me and him. So, like, again, like, 
Oh. Life will smack you with a reality check real quick. Man. Yeah, it does. It really does. And it'll come at the most like, like inopportune time. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. You'll have that moment one day. Like you, you're just happy that you've had that moment. It's just like, it was worth it. Hell yeah. It was worth it. But yeah, I mean, we we've talked about the good. We talked about the bad. Mm-hmm. I think overall, that's what the smoke shack is for, baby. Yeah. That's what the smoke shack's all about. Talking about the good, talking about the bad, mm-hmm. having a good laugh and remembering good times. And always remembering, like, there's something out there for you, whether it's a person or a hobby or just there's something that's going to give you guys purpose. Like, for those of you who are getting out or who are out and you're sitting there, you know, you're struggling and you're like, I don't know what the fuck to do with my life. Like, I get that. That was that was my entire summer, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, okay, I'm about to fucking change my entire world. I'm getting out of this, you know, really long-term relationship now. And then I don't have the army anymore. I don't know where I want to go with my life. And then that... Like having... It starts, yeah, it starts spiraling. Like, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, it's all... It, it feels like it's all at once. And, like, in some cases it is. Like, it's a big change. It's a scary change. And that's just, it's hard to push through stuff like that. And it's just hard to comprehend and just keep going. It's hard to keep going. Because, like you said, you don't have the army anymore. You don't have the boys being like, hey, hey, fatty, fucking let's go. Like, you know, you don't have, you don't have that push. Like, I mean, like, I'm not calling you fat, but you beautiful, yeah. baby. You, you beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a beautiful, thick human you, being. Yeah, you, you thick bitch. No, <laughs> you a thick, beautiful bitch. <laughs> but, I mean, like. No, like it's 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 tough because you you literally go from having everybody around you pushing you making fun of you anything like that giving you giving you nightmares you have all that and then it goes to silence because like, even the civilian world it, it goes from craziness in the military you're waking up every day messing with people even on the weekends people knocking on your door hey hey fat fuck let's go let's go drink something and then all of a sudden it just goes to nothing yeah ain't nobody coming to your door you ain't going to the same job seeing the same people you ain't talking about the same things you guys ain't in the suck no more it just goes from crazy to nothing mm. chaotic to just calm and it's just like how the hell do you deal with that calmness when it was just fucking crazy it was just crazy out of what what <laughs> i think that's the biggest thing as well too like yeah that's what that's why you need a passion you need to get somewhere and take care of yourself yeah Honestly, I'm really glad that I met the person that I did because they gave me that push because I I would have never done this. Right. Like, I fucking hate my voice. (laughs) Sorry, everyone, but I do. (laughs) And I was like, what if it's not good? What if people don't tune in? What if people don't enjoy it like I am hoping that they'll feel? And then I met that person and they're like, fucking do it do it like i'll listen i was like okay if i can get this sane rational civilian never military person to want to tune in and hear all this crazy shit then maybe i can get all the actual crazy assholes yeah right to you know tune in and just you know reminisce a bit you know right think about all those shitty fun times that we all had getting drunk in the barracks yeah just, just the, the simple things, like... Cuddling a dude to stay warm in fucking Poland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just knowing, like, 
It's just like the very intimate things you never think you'd do with a man. Like, you know how many penises I've seen in the army? God, That's a whole miss- episode right there. I've there we a, go. That's something I don't fucking miss seeing dick. Yeah, the amount of penises I've, oh. I've seen. You know, I've watched porn. Everybody watches porn. I've seen more dick in the military than I've seen in porn. I was like, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just not. It's just like dicks hitting my face every like like big green weenie. They don't call it a big green weenie. <coughs> no, it's just a shady big dick. There's dicks everywhere. Shout out to the dicks. No. <laughs> oh God. Oh, but yeah. I'm really glad I did this. Like, I'm glad you're doing it too, man. A lot of people, even if they don't tune in, I mean, like, it's a it's a good thing to talk. Like, it's just a good thing to talk, be, especially with the audience and people who, you know, can understand what you're talking about. Yeah. And if they were interested in what you're talking about, learn about it. Yeah, it's a great thing to do. But yeah, I think we'll uh, I think we'll wrap up this uh, episode. Again, you know, if you. I think this has got to end up being like 50 minutes or so. I'm not sure. So it's finally a, good, a long decent, episode. Yeah, it's a decent episode right there. Because I know Specialist Seaburn, uh, actually he might be Sergeant now, Sergeant P, old Seaburn infantry fucker, bother me and be like, release longer episodes. And I'm just like, okay, I'll get there eventually, bud. <laughs> and I, I'm glad. I'm glad that it's something that guys are like interacting with. I'm glad that guys are getting their laughs. Hell yeah. Honestly, one thing I'd love to have happen is, like, get some, like, bigger names or something. Or apply at, like, fucking Vet TV. Like, send this in as my fucking resume and then be like, yo, come write with us. And I'll be like, fuck yeah, even though I'm a little non-deployed fucking eight-year specialist. Uh, Shitbag of the year. Eight years in the military. But. A big part of your life. That's a good quarter of your life right there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. About, no, a third. About a third of my yeah, life now. That's what I'm saying. So, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, yes. Welcome to the Smoke Shack. This being our finally first episode ever of you know like an actual long discussion <laughs> of shit. And again, you know, if you need someone to reach out to, you always got me. Uh, you know, you can reach me by email at the Smoke Shack Podcast at gmail.com. You can always get a hold of me on Instagram at the Smoke Shack Podcast. Uh, whenever I'm on it, since I really don't care to use it much anymore, except for memes, uh, the Facebook page. <laughs> uh, again, the Smoke Shack Podcast. Don't forget the the in everything, because it's the Smoke Shack Podcast. It's the, if you baby. do Smoke Shack, you're gonna get a bunch of potheads. So just remember <laughs> the 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 bunch of potheads. <laughs> but uh, you know, if you have stories, then the men. Whether they're good or they're the bad or they're the super fucked up in different ways, like send them in. We can't wait to tell your stories. Or if you want to get on here and tell your story yourself, fucking do it, man. Like, that's what I want. I want guys to get on here, express themselves, and let the world see what soldiers, Marines, airmen, if we, you know, if we get the other branches, but like, you know, sailors, uh, airmen, everything, just, like, let people see what we actually are, that we're not these people that... I mean, Grant, we do fucking just follow orders, mm. but at the same time, we're more than that sometimes? Yeah, like, let, let people see what the average soldier is thinking and doing and feeling. Like, nobody understands. People look at us, see the uniform, and then they're like, okay, like, they don't... They have one thought, like, it's completely like, oh, damn... 
there's a soldier right there and or it's just like oh damn like fucking soldier yeah so again let this be a platform let this be your safe haven let this be your smoke shack Mm. where you can come and just talk and hear a bunch of bullshit i like that let this be your smoke shack Mm. but Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, next episode, which I'm going to release after this one, uh, whether it be same day or possibly the next day, we're going to talk about that guy's stories. These are the guys that make you wish you didn't join the army, for sure. <laughs> so, tune in for that. Again, thank you all for tuning in on our final first long episode. And we'll see you around at the Smoke Shack. Oh, yeah.